let's talk about what it really takes to achieve a lasting transformation. You are listening to The Shift Seekers Show, created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that help you identify your unique path to change in your life and business. Expect insights, lessons and real life stories of people just like you who are embracing a life of transformation and endless possibility. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Welcome to the Shift Seekers Show and I am your host Laura Husson. If we are brand new to each other, welcome, settle in. I have a whole host of episodes for you to binge should you wish to after this one (laughs) and plenty more to come. I have actually so many ideas, they are brimming out of our database. So today let's dive straight into it. We are talking about the truth about transformation and while you might think as I say that, well, hang on, Laura, we know what transformation is. You talk about it all the time. Uh I want to talk about it in a bit of a different context. In what does it really take to transform something? How does it feel? What happens on the outside? All of the bits and pieces that we want to really sink our teeth into to understand what transformation takes. Now, transformation, when I look at the Collins Dictionary for the idea of transformation on a personal sense, it comes up with that it's a a verb, right? To transform something or someone means to change them completely and suddenly so that they are much better or more attractive. Industrialization transformed the world. That's what it says in the Collins Dictionary. Now, I have a slightly different definition of transformation, and obviously I'm speaking about personal transformation. Now, obviously, I'm using obviously a lot here. It might not be obvious to you if we're brand new to each other, so forgive me for making assumptions. I work in the world of personal transformation. That is the work I do in the world. I believe that I stand for possibility. Now, while I could say, yes, I work in transformation, I feel like I work in the realm of possibility. Now, what does that mean and why is it different? What's different about that is the approach and the nature and the energy behind what we expect to happen during the process and what we want, how we want to be supported as it goes. So when we look at transformation, and especially when you look at that um, definition, it is quite it's quite a good summary of typically what actually what has been a real I'm I'm tripping over my words here because I don't want to say, I don't want to use negative language. But the truth is when we market and promote and invite people into the shift sessions, which is my six-week subconscious transformation experience, we have had quite the journey in encompassing the magnitude of what happens in there with wanting to really land it in a way that people can understand it without triggering people's fear that it's going to be painful or that it's going to blow up their life. (laughs) Now, when we look at this definition in the dictionary, it talks about changing people completely and suddenly. That's a bit unnerving. Now, one of the things that I pride myself on is how I set up the container, the community for transformation. I believe that your transformation, you're able to transform in an instant. Like literally at the click of fingers, you can transform your whole life. And 
I know as uh, beings of humanness with our 4% of our conscious mind that trips up and gets in the way, it can be really challenging for us to step enough out of that conscious, logical, rational mind in order to allow it to happen. And so very often, and I've seen this done, right, we see there are lots of personal development events or coaching styles or whatever, you name it, there's, there's ways that you can see transformation being done that's it's brutal, right? It's loud, it's fast, it's aggressive, there's tears, there's purging, there's people like dry heaving at the side of the stage. It's a really messy process. Now, what I believe about transformation is that it doesn't need to be this way. I believe that when we do it slowly and we go gently, that what happens is our nervous system gets to settle down and instead of freaking out and trying to hold everything and we basically, when we're going into those severe response places that I was just outlining, what's happening is our subconscious is going, oh my gosh, no, we don't have a program for this, we can't survive or maybe we will forget to breathe if we change the program that's underneath, we do not want to make this transformation. And so all these different things will come up to stop us from making it. Now, when we're trying to transform at speed, what happens is we face every single piece of resistance all at the same time, all in the same time frame. Now, when we do that, there's a lot of push required in order to tip you where there's a tipping point when transformation occurs. Now, this is another, I'm going to kind of interject here to just paint this picture that this tipping point I speak of, if you imagine, this is when I wish we were on video rather than just audio, if you imagine an old-fashioned set of weighing scales, not a digital set, but an old-fashioned set with the two sides and you used to put an object on one side and then you would put weights on the other side until it tipped, right? Until it, you really, you weren't doing it to tip. You were doing it to level out because then you could see what the weight was of what the thing that was on the other side. That's how you weighed it. Now, when you think about trying to change an underlying program, maybe it's a belief that you've held for a long time. If you look at that, if you put that belief on one side of the scales and then you start putting weights on the other side and the weights are going to be every time you affirm it to be different or every time you do a piece of work that moves you closer to it being real, we have this belief that we have to get to 100% as quickly as possible in order for that transformation to be locked in. Now, the truth here is, much like those weighing scales, and I'm literally demonstrating with my hands, so I hope you can feel that, (laughs) those weighing scales, what happens is when you get to 50% when they're balanced, if you put even a feather on the side with the weights, you tip the balance and it's as though you've gone to 100%. Now your subconscious is exactly the same as this. It's either, it speaks in definite terms. So it either is a yes or it's a no. It either believes this or it believes that. It cannot believe both. And it doesn't sit there and get subjective about, hmm, well, maybe I'll believe this if blah, 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 if you prove it. It doesn't doesn't work like that. It works by way of when you demonstrate and when you repeat enough, I will accept it as true because I will realize that we keep doing this and nothing bad is happening to the body. And so I'll accept it as true and bam, we go to 100%. When we consider that, does it mean that we have to keep heaping things on really urgently to create a transformation? My suggestion to you here is that if you consider 
that rather than throwing everything on and being really aggressive about it, that if we did this gently and if we did it with love and if we did it in this beautiful pace, and then we're not going to say it has to take this amount of time, but that perhaps we can just offer one thing and one more thing and just do it gently and gradually, that over time, each tiny thing you put on If you imagine that you had a bag of flour or a bag of sugar on one side of the scales and you're adding feathers, it would take a long time to add a feather, add a feather, add a feather. But eventually you're going to have added so many feathers that the scales are going to balance out. Now, when you balance the scales out, it only takes one more feather for the scales to tip in your favor. Now, when we do that in a way that is slow and supported, what's happening is we're processing every emotion that comes up as we go. When we process our emotions, we are creating sustainable, healthy, safe transformation. Now, when we do very rapid transformation, and this is why we deliver the shift sessions over a six-week period, it's not because, oh, let's create a program and fill it over six weeks and like make it take a long time because then it can look like it's a real thing. It's because I know what happens when you give something, when you give all of that up front, it can create the complete opposite of what I am explaining right here. Now, I am a super fan of safe personal development, safe transformation and sustainable transformation. Now that means, now we've all seen those things and we've all experienced it where something will be like, oh my gosh, it's happening. It's really happening. The thing I've wanted for all this time is really here now. And then it will just be like, oh, and it's gone. Or, oh, I couldn't hold it in my hands. And the reason that is, is because when we go like hell for leather, what happens is we run out of energy. Because we're not making a change at the subconscious level. We're using all of our effort, all of our energy to prove that we've made this change. And then it's like, oh gosh, I'm exhausted. I'm in burnout. I'm in like some kind of emotional situation where I can't like understand what I'm feeling. When we don't process the emotions, the thoughts, the feelings, the memories that come up as we are, because transformation requires release, right? Transformation isn't just going from one to another, There's a whole process involved in that of releasing, of understanding, of loving, of letting go and of moving forward. It's a cohesive process. When we do that slowly and we send that love and that compassion and that release and the healing and everything else to each one of those memories, hurts, feelings and all of the things of the past, what we do is we process everything cleanly And when we do the opposite, we end up experiencing emotional trauma in our systems. Now, trauma is in your body, is stored emotions in your body. It's unprocessed emotions, unresolved emotional issues. If you imagine that you have something that's been circling since childhood and you just decide, you know what, I'm just done with that now. I'm just done with it. I'm going to go to some like big event and I'm going to stand there for four days or like 12 hours a day and I'm going to jump around. I'm going to like just shake it out of my system. I guarantee you, By day four, you are going to feel incredible. You are going to be absolutely certain that the transformation is locked in. You are going to be like, oh my gosh, this was amazing. How can I do more? I want to sign up to this thing. That's what's going to happen. I see it happen all the time. What else gets to happen is that when you do that work, but you do it slowly, I know that it's not sexy to talk about slow transformation. (laughs) I wish we could, how do we make it sexy for transformation to be slow? When we do it slowly, you get to do it at a place where 
there is no big drama. There is no big fear of like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen if I do this? It's much less like riding a runaway train and it's much more like, wow, this is just who I am now. This is my life now. It's subtle and it can play out so subtly, especially because if we think about the feather by feather approach, we're making change at such a beautiful pace that it's not drastically noticeable to the outside to you or to others until the compound effect kicks in. And I've been experiencing this just this week. Everybody who speaks to me is like, you are different. I'm like, I am different. And I know that I'm different. I feel it. I see it when I look in the mirror. I'm now having it reflected by others to me when I speak about it. But I didn't do this overnight. I, the, I know that sometimes the idea of like, but I really need it to change now. It can be extremely tempting to want to go and just, uh, in air quotes, fix all of your worries in a very quick nature. And while definitely when I do work with clients one-on-one and we do VIP days and even on retreats, that kind of transformation is available. Now, there's a reason why I offer or invite people onto my retreats once they have been through the shift sessions. And it's because in that process of going through the shift sessions, we are anchoring in the foundations for safe transformation. So I know how deep I can go with somebody once they've been through the shift sessions process. Some of them have been through it multiple times. Now we, when we go on these retreats, we're doing gorgeous things. I'm with the people. I don't do retreats for hundreds of people. It's like 12 maximum. And what happens there is that I'm able to see and hold and support all the way through on an individual basis so that people get to maintain their safety, grounded into their comfort. One of the other things people talk about with transformation is that, you know, change doesn't happen in your comfort zone. You have to be outside of your comfort zone. And yes, that's true. We do want to step outside of our comfort zone, but we don't, the aim is not to live there. The aim is to be in your comfort zone until you are so overflowing with confidence, with love, with self-certainty, just feeling like I am ready to go, that you're almost seeking out the shift and the change. That's when it becomes effortless. Now, if you stay out out of the comfort zone for too long, what starts to happen again is that your nervous system starts to freak out, starts to feel like, oh, I can't rest, and you get to that burnout phase. So the goal is not to be outside of the comfort zone all the time. The goal is to be slow, steady, beautiful, anchored in, integrated. And then from that place, feeling completely full and ready for something new, we have everything we need in terms of personal resources and surety that we can go outside of the comfort zone without any big drama happening. Now, when I first, I think I've shared this here before, I've definitely shared it many places. So I'll be surprised if you are a long time listener of the podcast and this is the first time you're hearing it. And I know that when I first started my journey into personal transformation, one of my biggest fears was that if I really got what I wanted, if I really allowed myself to look at what I wanted, that I might find out that I didn't want to be a wife or a mother. And that I might want to run away from the kind of society as we know it and live in the jungle. That was a real fear for me. And because that fear was present, it stopped me from making any change at all. Because my subconscious was going, oh my gosh, this might happen. Slam the brakes on on any change that so we do make sure that is not happening. So I had to process that before I could make my, step into my transformation. I could get to a certain place. It's not like any transformation was impossible. There was a certain level available. 
But what happened is I would hit a ceiling and I'm sure you can relate to this, right? This is what happens. We can change, we can make amazing things happen and then we start to find old patterns pop up. We're like, oh, this is happening again. I thought we were done with this. And what happens then is I get to realize, oh, this thing needs to, now it's time for this other thing to shift and release and work its way out and through. So this is a really interesting topic that I like diving into because my take and my approach to supporting transformation is is pretty unique in this space because I'm not saying to you, come on in and let's change your lives in three hours. You know, I feel like I want to bring you in. I want to nurture you. I want you to feel supported. Now we've even devised and trademarked a process called community chemistry, which is where in any group experience, you are absolutely anchored into the safety of the group. Every participant is holding the space. Everybody knows the role that they play in somebody else's transformation. As one of my amazing coaches said to me some time ago, and it really stuck with me, your transformation does not belong to you your transformation does not belong to you. And when she said that, I was like, what does that mean? And what I understand now is it's another way of us talking about the ripple effect. When I transform, everybody I interact with receives the transformed version of me. They receive that, they feel that energy, and then it goes on through them to the people they interact with long after I've passed from exchanging with them. It's so incredible to see how when you transform yourself, you impact everybody around you, the people who see you regularly, the people who meet you once and never again, you were just received in such a different way. So your transformation does not belong to you. So I use that for the times where it gets tricky, at times where I want to run away, the times where I want to go, oh, it's hard. <laughs> Luckily, there aren't many of those now. I remind myself, my transformation does not belong to me. So if I'm not willing to do it for me, I'm willing to do it for my children. I'm willing to do it for my clients. I'm willing to do it for my husband. I'm willing to do it for the people who live down the road. You know, I'm willing to do it and show up when I'm not willing to show up for myself, when I remember that my transformation does not belong to me. There we are. I feel like this concludes this little chat we've just had. Um, I have so much more to share on this. This is something that I really believe heavily in. This is something I would love to see really implemented deeply across the coaching industry. And I would love to hear your thoughts on it. So come and connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Totally Laura. Come and find me. Send me a DM. Tell me everything. What do you feel as you listen to this? Where have you seen this play out for yourself in your experience of this transformational journey that you might be on? And feel free to take a screenshot as you're listening and share this on your social media so that more people can come and join the conversation. You are amazing. It absolutely gets to be different now. And I will see you next time. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. (laughs) If you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs.